Hello, you ghouls and spools. This is Scratchy Zachary in the morning. We got a great lineup for you. But like two weeks ago, we aren't with that stinky Sam, as he calls himself. Hold on a second. Let me get a glass of water. Uh, uh, man. Okay. Yeah, so um, we're doing a show today without Sam uh, Ferguson. Um I'm Zach Ferguson, just to let everybody know. I mean, scratchy Zach. But uh, this is Two Thumbs Undecided. But this episode, we're just going to play some music for you all. And we also had an interview by a guy who uh, had a brush with fame. Um, I'm not one to diddy-daddle uh, or dill diddly doodle We're just going to hop right into the uh, spooky music. Um, I have a great lineup. And uh, the first one is one of my darn diddly darn famous i'm turning into ned flanders so uh the first song i want to do is uh from the 1958 movie the blob theme song uh this is written by butch i mean bert batch erachi and mac david uh apparently it peaked uh at number 33 on the billboard charts and 1958. Wow, I did not know that, but it's called uh, Beware of the Blob, and it was recorded by the Five Blobs, so they're blobbies. But uh, let's take a listen. This is from the movie The Blob, describing kind of what to do in case you run into a blob. All right, let's check it out. love that song as a kid i was kind of obsessed with the movie the blob and i remember um reciting the entire song and teaching it to my friends and we would sing it at camp and go like beware of the blob it creaks and sleeps and slides and kites across the floor it's been a while since uh i sung it regularly but i love it well on this uh this motion of so most of the things that are going to be in this 
uh, radio show today are all from like movies or media podcasts, uh, just from media. Uh, so this next one is also not a theme song, but is the prominent song uh, from a horror-esque movie or a psychological thriller called Donnie Darko. And the song we'll be playing is The Killing Moon by the Echo and the Bunnymen. Uh, some background on this is that uh, there's a bunny in the movie. <laughs> so that's the that's all I got on that. Um, well, it's not really background, but it's, you know, it's like a little fun thing. It's like, oh, who are we going to get for, like, there's a bunny in the movie. Who are we going to get? How about we get the Echo? Well, that doesn't make sense. Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh, gotcha. Yep, throw it in. Throw in any song. And this is called The Killing Moon. Uh, and it goes like this. Do-do-do. Willingly mine 
I love it. I'm gonna watch Darnie Darko and talk to my friends about it and go, huh? Time travel? What? B Bunny man? W w Donnie Darko? He's he's like that cool kid in class who's too smart for his goods. Um, but uh, he uh, hey he got the attention of uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. That's more than I've done with my life. Hi. Um, no, I'll I'll impress Drew Barrymore one of these days. Uh, but the next song has nothing to do with Drew Barrymore. It's Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield. Uh, not Newfield, but some Oldfield. Uh, this Tubular Bells is the prominent theme track or theme song to the movie The Exorcist. Yes. Hide your kids and hide your eyeballs because that's it's considered to be one of the scariest movies. And this definitely helped. Uh, this came out in 1973, and uh, weirdly enough, when I was looking up this song, uh, there was like a 26-minute version because the guy, Mike Oldfield, um, made like three of them. They're called the Tubular Bells 2, Tubular Bells 3, and what would you guess is the fourth one? Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Huh? Well, he went off a little track and went the Millennium Bell. Uh, which is crazy. Singular bell and nothing's tubular. It's all millennium. Uh, so let's listen to this uh, really catchy, kind of creepy song where the guy, I think, just sat down and just kind of, you know, kind of like uh, John Williams when he was doing the Jaws theme, just da 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 This one, he's the guy just sat down at the piano and went, what happens if I just type a bunch of uh, keys? And this is the result.
Man, fantastic stuff, what you can do with the brain. Uh, speaking of doing with the brain, a, uh, a very our next song is a bit of a different song than the ones that we've listened to before. This is, everybody's a fan of the Monster Mash. Some people make the dance to the Monster Mash just during summer. It's just a great little, like, I was working in the lab late one. You know, it's, <clears throat> it's reflective. It's great. Uh, there's monsters that we all love. Uh, that's by Bobby Pickett, Bobby Boris Pickett, actually. The song I'm going to be playing to you is a song that's uh, the original song, apparently, uh, that was premiered on Comedy Bang Bang around, I think it's uh, during its uh, Comedy Death Ray times in 2010, it came out. Um, and the whole origin of the story is that the guy, Bobby Boris Pickett, sung it. But uh, this man named Leo Corpazzi was actually the one who wrote it. And he, they, he wrote it, and it was radically changed uh, over, like, before it hit the, the streets um, to kind of curtail to the people and be loved. But uh, this is the actual version of the song that was written uh, way back in the 50s. And uh, so that is the song I'm going to be playing for you, uh, the original Monster Mash, which uh, was uh, promptly originally entitled Monster Fuck. So here is the Monster Fuck by Leo Carpazzi, premiered on Comedy Death Ray. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's hear it. This is the all original right. Monster Mash, Leo Carpazzi, here on Comedy Death Ray Radio. Let's hear it. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise his trousers dropped right to the floor with his bottom bare he ran to the door I said Frankenstein what's gotten into you he said my dick is hard and I need to screw he did the monster fuck. The monster fuck. It was a graveyard fuck. He did the fuck. That monster sucked and fucked. He did the fuck. He did the monster fuck. From my laboratory, I heard quite the racket. Deep in the castle, the vampires jacked it. The zombies all fucked in the graveyard grass. Wolfman wolfed down Frankenstein's ass. They did the monster fuck. The monster fuck. It was a graveyard fuck. They did the fuck. Those monsters sucked and they fucked. They did the fuck. They did the monster fuck. Oh, the beasts all fucked as the orgy spread. Bigfoot gave the headless horseman head. Swamp thing jerked off in the castle moat. While Dracula gagged from the jizz in his throat. The fucking was wet. There was spooge like mad. Igor decided to fuck his own dad. The mummy let out a horny moan when Medusa's bare tits turned his dick to stone. They did the fuck. They did the monster fuck. The monster fuck. It was a graveyard fuck. They did the fuck. Those monsters sucked and fucked. They did the fuck. They did the monster fuck. Oh, but Frankenstein's bride was the biggest slut. Dracula got balls deep in her butt. She got titty fucked by a giant spider. 
bitches made the streaks in her hair much whiter. She fucked every monster, come one, come all. Her three holes were filled like a bowling ball. And while monsters all fucked his undead bride, Frankenstein just jacked off and cried. Now you should fuck. Now you should monster fuck. The monster fuck. And do the graveyard fuck. The monster fuck. Those monsters sucked and fucked. Now you should fuck. Now you should monster fuck one now more time. Now you should monster fuck. The monster fuck. And do the graveyard fuck. The monster fuck. Those monsters sucked and they fucked. Now you should fuck. Now you should monster fuck. The monster fuck. The monster fuck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Always makes me kind of gig, uh, you know. It always makes me giggle at the fact that uh, the Monster Mash was the one that actually prevailed. Um, you can also look up. There's seven or eight versions of that song. Uh, all eight pretty radically different from each other. And though the one constant is they all have the swamp thing. Um, but enough about the swamp thing. Let's get rapping, or should I say, raptured? Because our next song is uh, from Blondie's fifth album, the Auto American, in 1980, uh, and this is the song "Rapture," which I guess is um, her talking about what she'd do if she gets raptured. That's that's my takeaway from it. Uh, it did reach number one in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, so don't you know freak out that it didn't. And uh, it's Blondie at her most blonde, blonded. Um, you know, I gotta tell you, when I look at Blondie, the entire time I was seeing Blondie, I was thinking Madonna. This is this is the mind, uh, the, a dyslexic mind, or just maybe a diseased mind. I I don't know what's going on, but I honestly, when I was I looked at this all day yesterday and right now, and I see Blondie, and I just saw. Madonna. I'm like, oh, that's great. Blonde. I mean, Madonna did a uh, a song about like rapturing. That's cool. And then I finally just realized this is not uh, this is not Madonna. This is uh, Debbie Harry. So yeesh. Uh, get give credit where credit is due. So without further ado, let's do some rapture. Eh,
where he would have a hassle with the human race. Sandy Hip Hop and Don't Stop, Just Blast Off, Sure Shot, Cause the man from Mars stop eating cars and eating bars, and now he only eats guitars. Yeah. <laughs> So that was uh, that was the Rapture by Blondie, not Madonna, uh, and we all love it. Um, but the next song, we're going back to kind of a silly but yet uh, truthful song, uh, a song called uh, Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, or Dracula, a woman looking for love. Um, yeah, the song that's the title of the song, and the the singers are the Diamonds, a very old like 1950s 60s band. And uh, this came out in 1959, but I didn't hear it, actually, once again, uh, till I was listening to the old Comedy Death Ray uh, podcast, now called Comedy Bang Bang. Back in the day, they also they played songs between their breaks, and on their Halloween special, they played this song. And I thought it was very funny, uh, and I want to play it here for you. And a little fun fact, in 1959... Uh, the Diamonds released their album, and it was a single record, and uh, this song is actually a B-side, not the actual A-side. The A-side for this is Walking the Stroll, and I've never heard that, but I've heard Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, or Dracula, looking for love, uh, several times. So uh, let's hit it, and I hope you uh, love this song as much as I do. Thank you. <laughs> My baby to a movie show So I can try to smooch you While the lights are low But you and Curdle do a story of romance There's only one way I've got a chance It takes the Batman, Wolfman Frankenstein or Dracula To put her in the mood for love It takes the cat girl, dog boy Creature from the Black Lagoon To make her feel like making love It takes a monster from outer space To make my baby want my embrace And when I hold her, she's like a dream If only she can hear somebody scream Parking down in Lover's Lane And lots of moonlight doesn't drive this girl insane She thinks that dreamy music really is a bore But I found out what she's looking for It takes the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein 
Dracula to make her tender as can be. It takes a cat, girl, dog, boy, creature from the Black Lagoon to get her making love with me. If there's a madman whose teeth are curled, who grows a bed bug that wrecks the world, she gets romantic. It's really quaint when all the other women start to faint. I love it. So now we're going to do the segment of the show where we uh, interview somebody, some uh, something about movies, or just uh, yeah, something about movies or media. So uh, this is a segment uh, with a dear old friend named Brian McComsey. I've known him for uh, quite some time, and I invited Brian here today because he had uh, a very very intense encounter with the uh, with the industry, the movie industry. What what was that, Brian? You were telling me in the green room, virtual green room. Well, the intense encounter, of course, I was in Minneapolis in the Mall of America. Ooh, that's a big mall, right? It is. I and I was sitting on a bench and guess who walks by me? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, oh, filming, filming Jingle All the Way. That is literally one of my favorite movies and I honestly thought it was a fantastic movie. I'm like Sinbad is hilarious. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman. I didn't even know he was the voice of the Simpsons. I'm like, oh, that's also the kid from uh, Star Wars Episode One. Oh, Phil Hartman is the kid from Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> yeah, they did that. Like they they did special effects where it's like a CGI kid. Are you talking about the actual kid in it is from Star Wars? Yeah, no, like the kid who plays Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, American son. For some reason, he doesn't have an accent. Uh, is the kid who plays. I guess Anakin. his mom could be from the U.S. Well, this brings up a point, Brian, is if your dad has an accent, but your mom... Okay, if your dad has, like, say, a German accent, but your mom has, like, a... a I don't want to say an American accent, but, like, an... Uh, what What is our accent? Well, there's Just, several. We could say she could have a Southern accent, or she could have, like, a Boston-type accent. Okay, so you have a Southern mom with a German dad... What the heck kind of accent do you have? Does that just come out like hi? It's like a hi, lot y'all. of hacking and gagging with a little bit of y'all thrown in. <laughs> hi, hi, yeah. y'all. It doesn't sound <laughs> like anything. <laughs> People are just constantly thinking you're choking. Just yeah. Like, also, all of your German fans and your Southern fans are tuning out right, right out, right out the window. All right. So I know. Also, we weren't gonna do any improv, but how about we make our own song? And I say one line, and then you say the other line, okay? And this will be about uh, birds, or, yeah, birds, all right? And uh, we'll just go from there. I saw a bird today, and it was okay. It had beady eyes and a beautiful beak, and I felt a pitter-patter on my heart beat tweet. I looked down to my feet and saw I was tip-tapping towards that bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And looked it in the eye and I saw that special spark. I kissed it on its beak and couldn't contain my heart. Hot pitter-patter everywhere now. I asked that bird on a date that day. It said, yeah, let's go to the drive-in date. 
Good thing it was a parrot, because those are the only birds that can talk. I said, will you marry me? It said, I'm already married to a shark. Tears came out of my little brown eyes. I didn't know why life had been so hard. That's all I got. (laughs) Bye bye, birdie. Oh, wait, that's copyright. All right. See you later. Is just saying bye bye, birdie copyright? Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to change it up just to be original. I'm going to go, goodbye, buddy, you broke my heart. I hope you never see that shark. Tweet, tweety, 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 tweet. Beautiful. Excellent. That was, that was, uh, that was a song by the shirts. Um, you that's can. The, that's you know that's the band that opens for pants. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian. Uh, you've been uh, very uh, elaborating and and great, and I love our singing. I hope you come back next time. You're a beautiful man. Huh? All right. Thank you so much, Brian. Uh, fun fact: that ten minute segment uh, actually went on for an hour. That's ten minutes out of an hour conversation, and uh, this may be the start of a sister uh, podcast, probably will start off as a podcast between Brian McComsey and I, where we talk about uh, old movies or just really uh, bad movies. Not in the way of, like, why did this get made? Because that, truly, they do talk about bad movies. and or We're, we're going to talk about bad movies in the sense that we love them. We love them so much, and we won't talk. It's just going to be us, and it will be very random. But that may be a thing between Brian and I. But enough of that. Uh, because we're here on Two Thumbs Undecided, and I'm giving you all these great music suggestions or just to listen to. And this next one is going to be from the movie Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Very funny, or very cheesy, but funny movie uh, made in 1978. It's a, like, America, it's a, uh, it's a parody of, like, horror films, kind of making fun of the tropes. Um, and this song, I actually, the first time I heard this song was before I watched the movie and it was on like an old cassette tape back when cassettes were a thing. And this cassette had a lot of horrors, like from theme songs, like the blob. And I think it had ghostbusters, but this was on here and I, I did not understand satire at this point. I I think it was like eight or eight or 10 or like very young. And I'm hearing this song about Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and it freaked me out to no end. Because I just thought, oh my goodness, what if tomatoes did come to life? I, I don't know how to stop tomatoes. They're just a fruit, they're just a fruit, like, or whatever they are. I, I don't know if they're fruit or a vegetable. And, like, there's a scene, the, the, the way it describes it, like, these, like the blob, like, how do you stop it's creeping through the, the door? This one is saying, you know, uh, a guy named Herman Farber was taking out, uh, was he was eating while he was taking out the garbage. Imagine that you're just taking out the garbage and a giant tomato eat, like eats you. Also, how does it eat you? It just, my imagination ran rampant and I hope it does for you too. Um, and scares the pants off you. All right, uh, take it away. <laughs> Attack of the killer tomatoes. Attack 
of the killer tomatoes. They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch, and finish you off for dinner or lunch. Squishy, mushy, rotten to the core. They're standing outside your door. Remember Herbert Farbage while taking out his garbage. He turned around and he did see tomatoes hiding in his tree. Now he's just a memory. Sacramento fell today. They're marching into San Jose. Tomatoes are on their way. The mayor is on vacation. The governor's fed a nation. The police have gone on strike today. The National Guard has run away. Tomatoes will have their day. Ooh, still spook uh, spooks me out, but um, I I love tomatoes now. I I eat them by the dozen, if if you will. Uh, this next song is probably the most recent and newest song on the list of songs I have for you today. It is from the acclaimed uh, 2019 musical hit musical Beetlejuice. The uh they added they adapted the uh movie into a into a musical as you can tell by me saying Beetlejuice not more than 3 times. I may have said it 3 times so, you know, that I got that going for me. But um, the song I'm going to play for you is one of the closing songs of the, I think, the first part, uh, or second to last song. It's called Say My Name, and this is sung by Sofia and uh, Anna Caruso as uh, Lydia Diaz, and then you also have Alex Brightman uh, playing as Beetlejuice, and he's kind of got tucked like this, um, pretty spooky. And uh, the music is written by Eddie Perfect, and the book is by Scott Brown. So uh, check out this song, and this is the song that got me into this musical, and I hope uh, it does for you too. Oh, uh, the premise of the song is that Lydia meets Beetlejuice because she was about to jump off a building, um, and now Beetlejuice also needs like a human to help get him into the real world. So this is... But he needs to have somebody say his name. So that's the whole premise of the song. So enjoy. You could use a buddy. Don't you want a pal? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Girl, the way I see it, your daddy should be leaving and you should stick around and kill him. What? Nothing. So Lydia, don't end yourself. Defend yourself. Daddy is the one you should maim. Together we'll exterminate. Assassinate. No. The finer points can wait, but first you gotta say my name. Go ahead and jump, but that won't stop him Here you got a solid plan B option I can bring your daddy so much pain All you gotta do is say my name Girl, just say it three times in a row And you won't believe how far I'll go I'm on the bench, but coach, just put me in the game All you gotta do is say my name 
say my name? I don't know your name. Well, I can't say it. How about a game of charades? Yes, let's play it. Two words. Right. Second word. Uh-huh. Drink. No. Beverage. No. Wine. No. Juice. Yes. Okay, first word. Okay. Bug. No. Ant. Close, but no. Beetle. Yes. Beetle juice. Wow, I'm impressed. And all you gotta do is say my name three times. Three times in a row. It must be spoken unbroken. Ready? Yeah. Okay, go. Beetle juice. Yes. Beetle juice. Yes. You know, but I prefer my chances down below. Beetlejuice, yes. Beetlejuice, yes. being young and female doesn't mean that I'm an easy mark. I put them in with piranhas, I don't need a shark. Yes, life sucks, but not that much. Okay, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, be a don't spare the lecture. I'm offering you a full-time specter. Are you any good? You betcha. Trust me, baby. I just met you. Really, it's flattering on the... Don't you want to see Dad suffer? Ball, huh? You are tougher than you look. I just want to make sure I know who I'm working with. Got any references? Lydia, there you are. Are you all right? A-Dog, B-Town, my old pal. Now get away from her, Lydia. This is a dangerously unstable individual. Beetlejuice is sexy. Beetlejuice is smart. BJ is a graduate of Juilliard. He can help. We found him on Yelp. Our troubles all landed on the day that we befriended him. Every word is the truth. There you go, kid. Couple of five-star reviews. What was that? That was possession. Any ghost can do that in less than one lesson. Any ghost? Pretty much. Any ghost will do, sure. Then Beetlejuice, what do I need you for? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, girl. I'm your pal. They're sweet, but I'm a demon straight from hell. I know I went a little hard on myself, but we're BFFFS forever. Lydia! What? He was already dead. And you heard what he said. Any ghost can do that possession stuff. We don't need that demon. The three of us alone can wreck dad's evening. Together we can make a grown man weep. Guys, gotta dinner date to keep. Okay, so what's the plan? Teach dad a lesson. He's got a freak when we possess him. So he wants the perfect daughter. I'll lead that lamb to slaughter. Great stuff. Uh, yes, definitely listen to that musical. Now, the next song we're going to do is from a movie, but it's one of the spookiest theme songs I listen to. Uh, this is from the movie Mars Attacks, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, this movie really, I know it's supposed to be funny, but once again, something about horror movies trying to be funny just makes things so much creepier and so much scarier to me uh, as a kid. The kind of the 1990s CGI of the Martians just was uncanny valley to the degree that it worked. Uh, but the theme song, the opening theme, like opening title when the Martians are coming to earth freaked me out so much. And I still like pull it up to this day. And I want to uh, have you all listen to the, to the theme uh, of them coming to earth. 
And this is, uh, of course, written by uh, Danny Elfman, longtime collaborator and probably only collaborator with Tim Burton. I doubt he'll ever use anybody else. Uh, but this is Danny Elfman, yes, from Oingo Boingo. And uh, uh, take a listen and be ooh and creeped out. stuff i will probably definitely be uh listening to that opening song later today now the next song we have is actually the newest song from on my list uh yes i lied to you all folks but a liar is sometimes just a person who just uh doesn't remember <laughs> yeah use that in court no but this is a song called addict and the song is you may a lot of you may not have heard of it because it's uh from youtube uh, produced and the video music video was produced by Vivian uh, Medrino, or as she goes on her Patreon or over all over the place, uh, Vivi Pop, Vizzy Pop. Uh, she, I've talked about her on this podcast before. She does a lot of animations. One of them being Has Been Hotel, uh, Hell of, Hell of a Boss. She has a a unique kind of art style that I really enjoy. Um, and whenever she does music, it's like right up my alley. I love, she. I know for a fact she loves it when in animations or in cartoons, people start randomly singing. Uh, even though the songs may not ever be considered to be the greatest ever, it's, it's songs that I sometimes listen to like a lot. 
And this is one of the songs. This is a standalone song that kind of uh, dives into the characters from her has-been hotel uh, world, Angel Dust and Cherry Bomb. Uh, I love this song. It's I play it late at night um, when I'm drifting off to sleep. And it's composed by YouTube music musician. See, it's like you're not even a musician. You're a YouTube musician. Sylvia Hound. And it's performed by Michael Kovac as Angel Dust and Kelly Chichi Bower as Cherry Bomb. Uh, and so, yeah, this is uh, this has already gotten like 17 million views since July 17th, 2020. So let's check it out. Till death do us part, but we're already past that phase. This is a brand new start. And I think I deserve some praise for the way that I am. Despite having overdose and ending up comatose, I don't give a damn. I've let my emotions go, fuck being a sober hoe. This is the mantra, this is my life. You're playing with now till the end of the night. Surrounded by fire, the passion ignites. A hit To the madness, this hotel is my Atlantis. We're forever gonna have a fucking reason to sin. Let me leave my soul to burn and I'll be breathing it in. I'm addicted to the feeling, getting higher than the ceiling. And we're never gonna want this fucking feeling to end. Just concede and give in to your inner demons again. You fell deeper in this pit While death rains from above So count your blessings cause this is it You're not letting it go So what if I misbehave? It's what everybody craves You already know So come if you're feeling brave And fancy yourself a mate You want it, I got it See what you like We could have it I'm addicted to the madness, this hotel is my Atlantis, we're forever gonna have a fucking reason to sin, let me leave my soul of fun and I'll be breathing it in, I'm addicted to the feeling, getting higher than the ceiling, and we're never gonna want this fucking feeling to end, just
All right, that has been the show. I hope uh, you take away from this uh, some songs that you love. I have or will be posting all the songs that I played here today uh, with with their their title. And Sam, if you're out there, please come back to me. All right, I think that worked. All right, that's been uh, Two Thumbs Undecided for this week of the pandemic. All right, uh, stay clean, Spider-Man. Bye. Oh, stay clean. Stay clean, Spider-Man.